there. Welcome along to PTI Australia and in the style of Andrew Dimitriou, I'm Russ Barwick and he's S. Kakovich. Now, Andrew, I don't think you've had that good a year to be able to be so flippant. I think I you should stick to the terms of reference. 100% agree. It was woeful. Did, I mean, seriously, and... Then Why is it always a, a brown late night you get tongue-tied, you just but, uh, freeze? I mean, it's a stitch... you try to be funny. It's a stitch-up that he made the last game of the season. The, the, see, the game should be done in the order that they were played each weekend, in my opinion. That way there's no any way thing of it. But the way P. Dangerfield and... I like D it. I don't mind it. With Jolly, a sense of urgency. No, just get it and out. you can see the people sitting at the edge of their chair waiting, is it or isn't it? It's exciting. What? Were you I, excited? All they did was have a drink of oh, Crown. The boys, the boys need some <laughs> etiquette on the training. Show. Well, my part is all about the greatness. How great will it be for the Hawks or the Dockers? Ablett confirms he is definitely one of the greats. The NRL gets ready for a great weekend. Stenson gets a great payday. Oh, oh. But in a world of greatness, there is one great big drop kick. Thank you, Rusty. Oh, Andrew, thank you. And that would be James O'Connor, in fact. <laughs> I'd like to dropkick him right out of the country. Plus, we play something or nothing. John Ralph, of course, is here at the Doyen uh, to chat grand final. And it's all brought to you, of course, by our very great friends at sportingbet.com.au. Yes, but we start with the AFL and the grand final. Hawthorne up against Frio at the G on Saturday. The best attacking unit, the Hawks, versus the best defensive team, Frio. The outcome, very tantalising this, Rusty. Yep. Uh, I was very, very impressed last week with the brutality and the ferocity of the tackling of the Dockers. I didn't think they'd quite evolved to the extent that Ross Lyons got them. I'm giving them an undeniable chance. I oh, know no there's doubt. a I know there's a pocket of thought that said you've got to go to the big uh, dance once or twice before you really understand what it's all about. But they'll be well ducked, they'll be well drilled, they'll be well tutored. Hawthorne, all the pressure will be on Hawthorne. Correct. Because they've let a couple slip by their fingers, and if they lose another one, they will go down the history as the great underachievers in contemporary times. OK, I'm going to just throw you a bone here and, and you can chew on it for a second. Yes. Hawthorne came from 20 points behind. It was an outstanding win. It was. Fremantle bashed up uh, a bunch of kids and a Swans team that was way, way down on form. Okay, probably should have won by 10 they goals. They uh, lacked personnel. I understand. And Hawthorne probably should have won easier as well because they let Geelong back So in. what's your question? My question is, the game before, Hawthorne's was more impressive than Fremantle's. Well, I don't know. A lot of can... people are disagreeing. So what does that stand for? What's well, that stand for? Well, you tell stands me. Stands for absolutely naught. Doesn't I'll it? tell you what I think happened. Frio had a, a far easier game. They brutalised uh, the Swans. They rested their players in the Big last kids. quarter. They got through there, mm. and I think they'll be well intact. OK, well, now we're going to But it's going to be a great grand final. It could go either way. But I think oh, Frio, thanks. Sanderlands... And their midfield. Gary Ablett won the Brownlow medal on Monday by just one vote from Joel Selwood. One of the most exciting Brownlow counts possibly in history. Well, let me tell you, I've got to doff my lid off to Andrew on the AFL because that's a very difficult concept to make reasonably exciting. I thought the Brownlow night was a great night. I thought the women were resplendent. I thought everyone played their role. I love the fact that the boys got the, the yeah, bow ties making did. a comeback. Exactly. They started looking human again and they was, you know, they were disciplined. Uh, a well, couple Swanee, need... Swanee needed a trim. Oh, I think. A couple of little uh, exercises in the etiquette, but that can, that's, yeah, we can work on that. But I thought the count was great. I thought Ablett, well, he was a nominal favourite all year. I and tell he was you a what, I was edge of the seat. 11 o'clock on Monday yeah. night, edge of the seat stuff, waiting for Andrew to waiting. say, 
G something. Well, Joel Selwood was there. Uh, Dangerfield was there. Uh, but no complaints. You know, the last... Stevie J. What about Stevie J? What about J. him? Dan Hanbury was fantastic. Nate Fife was, was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, even Rockliffe from the uh, Lions with 20-odd well, yeah, votes. One of the ones that got me in the past, though, there's always been someone drag out a game that's, oh, he, he should have got three yeah, that he one. Got... I think the umpires have just about worked it out. And the umpires, yeah, give, that's a good point. Give them a give we them a tick a, of it. We didn't have a Diesel Williams 40 touches, no, no votes or an Ablo or something. Yeah. When a player stood out, they stood out. Jeremy Cameron picked up a couple yeah. when he picked up when he got those seven so goals. So in, in essence, what we're saying is a thumbs up all, all round, round to everyone concerned with the Brownlow, which is great. To the NRL finals and the Plum final have been decided. First, South take on Manly on Friday night. Yep. Unless you're a seagull, you want South to win this one, don't you? Every team, everybody uh, in loves, rugby circles. loves to see Manly get beaten. Sometimes even Manly fans love to see Manly get beaten. Well, they don't have that it's, many fans. It's the team we all love to hate, according to the experts. Uh, I would love to see South win. Um, it's Why? on a bit of a... Oh, because... Theatre, romance. Theatre, romance, history, all no, of that. No, win it for the right reasons. Ability. Forget about romance the, and theatre. They were the best team in the comp except for the last game. Let me tell you, Manly will beat them. No, they won't. Yes, they will. The level of expectation will drive them mad. There'll be three transmissions. Manly is one team that will respond to they that us against it. the exactly, world. Exactly, There no. could be 17 people barracking for Manly in the corner of the stadium. Will not affect them. People underestimate the, the uh, psychology of these games. Sometimes it's not the best team and the best footballers that win the game. It's the ones who've got the coolest minds and the strong, a cool heart See, and the strong mind. Been to the, been to the Well, you've got to be to the last dance. Those that don't even have waltzed, you've got to go and do a little okay. bit of boogie. Just me. I've just well. danced on my own, unfortunately, a lot. <laughs> he has danced with some of the greatest. Now, the other preliminary fairy tale team, the Newcastle Knights, play the Roosters. The Knights team are that about as the, old as you the, and I. That would be the bell also. You've well, sometimes we get ahead of it, sometimes behind it. We got up before the 10 count, Go. which is good. Uh, can the Knights keep it going? No, they can't. The um, F Troop, the oldest F Trooper, they can. I just keep coming back to the fact that the Roosters and Souths have that extra week off. And you talk about brutality in AFL. Brutality in NRL in the last month has been at an all-time high. That 4-0 game a couple of weeks ago between Manly and the Roosters Best was game of barbaric. History. And then you've got Souths and the Roosters from weeks ago. And their teams are taking a couple of weeks to get over it. You saw Manly last week. They weren't all that good. Melbourne were, were just brutalised last week by Newcastle. Newcastle can't keep it going. The Roosters will be pinging fresh. Absolutely well, you say that, jumping but out you're overlooking, see, overlooking Minnie's got his coconut water down. See, there's shakes. another guy. Not, I'm not knocking you again, but you haven't been there before. Now, the you one haven't thing, been there in rugby but, league either. But what you don't factor in is all those intangible qualities. They've got nothing to do with the game as you see it through your eyes. It's all up here in the mind. And while see, overlooking one thing with the Newcastle Knights, they've got a wily old character at the helm. The, yeah, but, the, but hang the on, last, last, last week you said that the Melbourne Storm, unbeatable at home when the big three get into You're play. You're breaking up. That was a different week, Russell. No, this but it was week. last week. And last I know, week. I know you're having uh, trouble remembering a few your, things. He fluctuate from week to week. <laughs> I that was trouble. a different set of circumstances. By the way, that was the bell. Now we move on to the right next one. Right, let's go to the next James O'Connor is in the bad books again. There was an incident in Perth uh, involving him being drunk at the airport. He's now been suspended indefinitely. Now, I'm not sure if it's with or without pay... But it should have been sacked, not suspended. What? How many it, chances how many does this chance get? You're right, he's a recidivist, as you like to... Uh, he hasn't got a deal with any club Any at club moment. at all. You'd think he'd pull his head in. What is it with him? And I can't believe that you and Mackenzie... You know, would, would, you, know you know how bad it is? He's been suspended. But you know where he's uh, spending his suspension? He's in Bali. 
So it's, yeah. it's not like he's actually been suspended and told to train and play in a train on crime. Being frog out of an airport by federal police. And now he's in uh, Bali going, yeah. who cares? There'll be a French team. Just go to France. Yeah. Rack off. Go away. You haven't done anything worthwhile on the field and all you're doing is crap off the and, field. And Australian, and, rugby, and Australian rugby will never improve until it makes the hard decision of actually culling someone and making a strong disciplinary Bingo. stand. Bingo. Because all these, you know, little, uh, you know, seeming justice to be done just ain't working, not cutting it with anyone. And that's why it's lost its... Uh, it's lost its uh, credibility, aura. Uh, aura, but more importantly, it's lost its respect. And it's also lost about 20 million bucks, but that's by the by. The PGA Tour Championship turned into a one-act affair. Henrik Stenson winning the event and the FedEx Cup at the same time and the $10 million-plus check. He's now fourth in the world and seriously good, but is the world craving Henrik Stenson? I am. I watched is every Is he going to make you going to go yes, and buy a is. ticket to yes, golf? Yes, he is. Yeah? Yes, he is. Doesn't I love it. it. I watched every bit of it. It's one of my favourite sports now. And look, the, he's just got that cool, hard resolve that is the trademark of the Swedes. I know that they're not uh, extroverted. Boring and not, is the word you're well, looking for. you say for? boring. Well, what but other let, word is there? But, well, when, when he's tested... When was the last high-flying Swede well, you saw that hit a golf stick? Well, OK, well, they all, Anna Sorenston... She was terrific. Oh, yes, Papanovic. Borg, Willanda. Born Bjorg. Stefan Edberg. I'll tell you what I like about that. Like Every a time they're challenged, when you bike. think that they're nearly got their steely resolve gets them through. That four or five foot putts to get the par, always straight down the middle. The only... They don't break down. It is a flawless. Never ring the RACV. They're fantastic. Yeah. There's no whimpering. There's no crying. There's no sulking. They get on with the business. The last fantastic. Swede, my producer just said, the last Swede anyone would have paid money with a golf stick was Tiger's ex-missus when she hit him with the forward. <laughs> oh, that's a great line. Yeah, we'll be off the air next year too. That's the headlines. Next up, Ralph is here to what talk grand finals, maybe a little brown low and anything else we can think of. Are oh, you just dirty? You didn't think of it. Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Grand final week is upon us. There is only one man that we want sitting in that chair, but Gary Ablett wasn't available, so John Ralph. <laughs> he earns as much as uh, See, Gary Ablett. Gag before the yeah. break. Gag I like it. Into yeah. the break. Hey, you know what? I've done some research. I looked up Kekka's stats from 75 22 possessions, two hitouts, a goal, a behind. And I reckon Fro can make history, of course. North Melbourne, uh, the first. You get that in 22 yeah. possession, there you get BOG. You, you do. forget that, mate. He, a super goal on Saturday night. He kicked over. <laughs> can Hawthorne overcome? What was her name again? Can Hawthorne <laughs> let mate, We've got five minutes to go. That's our quality Miss time. Miss Australia, Miss World. He missed the team she photo. Was Hawthorne up. absolutely can overcome. Yeah, I'm sure I missed no one. Yeah. Can Hawthorne... Missing in action. He? <laughs> <laughs> he looks all demure now, like he doesn't want us to talk okay, about it. Can, you... it, can yes. Hawthorne overcome Frio? Yeah. Frio were terrific last week. They were extraordinary. Oh. And you know what? They were great two weeks before against Geelong as well. So those people that say Sydney had only won two of seven games, and I know you, you followed yeah, that I'd... theory as well, they did it against two amazing sides as well. They're fire and ice, the defence and the attack, and Rossi Lyon is amazing, and they've got an attack dog in Ryan Crowley. But and Valentine. They leave Valentine out. Uh, exactly. He's a, a little, silky uh, terrier. Yeah, he yeah. is, but, but I just think they've got the kicking skills, those beautiful left-footers like Guerrero and, uh, and Birchall off the half-back and Hodge as well. Hawthorne. Hawthorne have got the, the left-footers to combat that as well. It's going to be amazing, but, but I just think Hawthorne can still gain the ascendancy. You think uh, Kekka says it's going to be an intense first mm -hmm. 10 or 15 minutes. I get the feeling it might be quite the reverse, might quite a bit open in that first 10 or 15 minutes. I can't see that. 
I think that Hawthorne are just going to fold back a little bit and Fremantle will get some repeat entries in there as well. And I, and I think that these sides are going to go to war. You saw the Fremantle pressure. There's no way that they allow Sydney, as they did in that second half, to fly. That because then a, Sydney started kicking goals. That pressure is the, it's the first <clears> time I've seen it. Yep. It was at home in front of a rampaging yeah. crowd who a, probably... A thin Subiaco ground, yeah. What I'm saying is I've not seen that before and I don't think you can replicate it two weeks in a row. Well, it's tougher at the MCG. Yeah. There's no doubting that, that. The wide expanse is there. They'll try and put the press on. This is Fremantle's first grand final. They are going to go nuts. Two things you've got to understand. I think Frio's defence stands up. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's yeah, quite... Farland and Johnson and they've are a become, yeah. They've become a far more offensive side. They're far more competent offensively. And that's mm -hmm. why Ross Lyon is and an that, amazing coach, because they fantastic. were so defensive last year, they were boring. He's just tweaked them a little bit now, there as they're well. They're kicking 100 points on a regular they basis are. now. They are. They're May, 100 yep. points this year, yep. this week, they win the game. Because they they'll suffocate Hawthorne to 10 or 12, maybe... Yeah. Around that margin. Well, we look at their captain in Matthew Pavlich. He's missed big goals before. A lot of big pointers in finals. Yeah. He has been mighty at the MCG, but he's also been mighty he's in fantastic. big games as well. So he's going to play in some. But he's also evolved as a leader under Ross Lyon. He has. It's Wharfy time, as yeah, he told us, is. famously he, that time as he well. Gets out, he's animated yep. out there. He's directing traffic. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's doing the team-orientated things. Yep. You know, if there was a question mark over Matthew, has been an outstanding player. Is a fact. Is he a great captain? Mm -hmm. But now I think he's evolving into a great yeah, leader. And did he do it for himself? I, and now yeah. 291 games in, he, he's ready for this stage. I think he's going to grab it. What about it. Buddy? Okay. Yeah. What about Buddy? I'm worried about Buddy. He kicked one, one goal in the prelim. He was suspended for the game before that, the qualifying final. He did his elbow, tweaked it a little bit. He roved further up the ground. He has been an amazing finals player, as much he, as he's been inaccurate at times. It just doesn't seem like it this year. Is there a smoky guy that's going to just step out of the limelight and have one of those days out on the Well, the guy they need is Cyril Rioli. I didn't ask you. Well, I asked him. They need Cyrioli. Uh, probably Brad Hill did that job for him last yeah. week. For me, it's Isaac Smith, and that's why maybe Crowley. is just a 5% chance to tag him. He's a line breaker. He's a beautiful left kick. Uh, he might be someone like Clinton Young, who was, was amazing in the first half of the 2008 grand final. I think he can perform that role. What about for the Dockers? Ballantyne. Yeah, he's been hot and cold. But he's not a smoky. I mean, I mean, someone like a Puwapolo, <clears> for <throat> example, yep. might just step up. Someone like, well, a Fife is probably not even a yeah. smoky. Uh, Stephen Hill's probably not a smoky. Yeah. Is there someone there that just might... Mazunga. Clark, Mazunga. Oh, I, think, I think Chris Mayne, we all know his, his, his forward pressure is amazing. 13 tackles and five goal assists mm. from, from that pressure Walters. last week. What about Walters last Walters week? Walters has been amazing. I, I think Mayne might be the one that actually gets on at the end of the chain and starts kicking multiple goals, four, five, six. You know, it might double-team Pavlich at times, but I think Mayne might get the reward for all the hard work that he's done this year. You don't know. You don't. You sound like you don't know who you think you're going to tip at this stage. Well, I'm tipping Hawthorne just because Hawthorne's won 19 home and away games, and they've lost two against Geelong. The curse is now broken. They lost one against Richmond. And let's face it, Richmond are a very oh, good side. Yeah. So, like so, so, so it's so hard to tip against them. But all the pressure will be on Hawthorne. Let me tell you, yep. if they fail, this, they will go down as the most underachieved side. The coaching, yeah. the respective coaches, how big a role will they play in well, the outcome? Well, it's massive because Ross Lyon does things mid-match. You know, he sent Crowley to Stokes in the, in the qualifying final. That didn't work. So he sent him across to Steve Johnson, who was catching fire, and he just diminished his, his yeah, ability to, to impact also, the game. Clarko also Burgoyne uh, up forward at yep. half-time, and that yep. worked a treat, especially in the last quarter. Yep, and Burgoyne as well. All those recycled players that they've got in, Lake and Burgoyne and Hull, have been amazing. What about the notion that you've got to be there before to experience the pressure? How important will that be, the fact that it's their first? Well, well I beat uh, Geelong on the big stage of the MCG last yeah. year. The grand in a, finals in a, are different. Oh, I understand Sydney that. Sydney didn't do it last year. Yeah, and Geelong in 2007, you guys have talked about that. They hadn't played for 12 years. I just think Rossi Lyon, it just engenders so much confidence 
in his players. And I know mm. that St Kilda didn't uh, win when they got to the big dance. But I think that they can do it first up. Hawthorne, who's your Norm Smith? Luke Hodge, there'll be a lot of inside 50s for Fremantle, so he'll be there like he was in 2008, okay. repelling the troops. I think he wins the Norm Smith. Good on you, Ralphie. We'll look forward to reading and seeing what you've got to say about the grand final in the next couple of shit. days. <laughs> next up, Something or Nothing you is back. Nothing. This week's subjects include Jared Hayne, the V8s and Manchester United. Sons, Alex Ferguson. Yeah, well, they're struggling a tad, but it's only a blip. Well, it's Something or Nothing. It's a blip. It's something Something or nothing time. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy this one. We toss out a headline, work out if it's a big deal or not. Yeah, You got it, Skip? Yeah, I've got it, I've got it. First up, despite yeah. all the speculation, Jared Hayne has said he's not going anywhere and staying at Parramatta despite all the dramas at the Eels. Something or nothing, I say it's something for the right reasons. I say he's a uh, very much a Christian young man and I believe in what he's saying and he's going to stick fat with the Eels. Well done, Jared, unlike others who didn't. They do the whole show. No, no, you're right. Something oh, or nothing. Uh, I think it's something too, but for the other reason, because I, my understanding of every time there's been a bit of a, uh, a bit of smoke, there's, there's fire. always fire. So Ooh. I'm suggesting Inside there's some the rumblings side. there, and if you know anything about the history of Parramatta, yes, they are true. notorious for a mass exodus of uh, personnel, and this year is no exception. So I think at the moment they're looking for the best possible deal. Jared's been very, very uh, sensible. Stayed in their background for a moment. When the deal comes up, he'll jump ship. Adios. If he had said, I haven't spoken to anyone else, oh, I'd have been more go. worried. I, I have. Manchester United copped a 4-1 hiding at the hands of Man City. They're now five points off the lead already. We're only into the first month or so. So post-Alex Ferguson, is this something or nothing? Absolutely nothing. It's just a one game. You'll say something because you don't understand the game. Well, you just read this it. This absolutely saw it. nothing because I I'll tell you what. It's only one, one week. They got beaten four-one. No Van Persie. They had Fellaini there. We spent forty-eight million on him from Everton. He's not going to cut the mustard. They've got to uh, Which rearrange. Which means it's something. No, it's not something at all. Well, what are they going to do with a forty-eight million dollar player transfer in mid-season? Let me tell you, Southampton beat uh, Liverpool at Anfield, which they never ever They've lose. They've lost to Liverpool, Man City. They've been thumped. They've got no attack. They scored a goal late in the match when Man City were doing the hula hoops and doing the high fives of everyone. How do you say? And it was from a I set think shot. Was, he rationalised it very well when he Mate, said, please, "It's only it's one week. Happened. We're finding our feet, oh. and let's." Take a deep breath. One week. In three or four weeks' time, we'll assess the situation. Yeah, we'll be I'm back. You, well, Van Persie didn't play. The V8 schedule for next season is getting a radical shake-up. It'll include multiple twilight races and more in the big cities. Something uh, or nothing? Of course it's something. Oh, please. What, they're going to turn on a couple of lights and think more people are going to watch it? No, most certainly. It's going to have a lot more appeal. It's going to glitz and glam, bells and whistles. Stuck it, they've stuck it on the two channel, stuck the it. May channel, because even the TV networks don't want to... they stuck it or do they place it? They don't want to even have it on air. You they should. would rather have the AFL and then... It's oh, going yeah, to no. make no difference. What they have to do is make something out of the a actual drivers rather than just say they pop up every fortnight and do a couple of two-second grabs. What do you think of Brownlow? Absolutely nothing. What do you think of Brownlow? Fantastic. Fantastic. And what do you think of previous years of Brownlow? Awful. Awful. And yeah. why was it good? Because you weren't on this one and you were on the previous one. <laughs> the same reason. <laughs> Finally, the big three, Melbourne Storm stars Billy Slater, Cooper Cronk and Cameron Smith had their worst few weeks for a long time in rugby league. They're now out and having an end-of-season trip. Is it 
something or nothing? This is something. Yes, finally. It's starting to worry me, this. What? Because there's going to be a bit of an exodus. Uh, they've been carrying the burden for a long, long time. You know what else and they're carrying? I think carrying? sides are starting... They, they just signed George Rose, so they're carrying something See, else. See, George Rose, yeah, going... <laughs> I he's think 92 it's something stone. too. They just didn't... Didn't look like they had it. Looked like they were tired. Yeah, but they'll be using. They'll lose Whitup. They'll lose Blair. Uh, Walters and uh, Kidwell are going as assistant coaches. Yeah, that's true. There's going to be a lot of ex. It really worries me when you have a change of personnel and other sides are starting to just read them a little bit better than I thought. But, but I come back to the fact that they're in the Origin. They'll always be picked in the Origin. Yeah. It just looked like, and the brutality of the game's getting so physical. Tied. Good point. You just made a good point that time. I've made four good points. You've only just picked up on one. Something right. or nothing is done. Next up, happy time, the big finish. And who's going to win the grand final? And courtesy of Sporting Bet, we'll tell you who's going to win. The Norm Smith medalist, who kicks the most goals. And the margin. Happy birthday this week to Serena Williams. She's turning 32. At that age, most players are gone or almost gone, but she seems not only to be getting better, I reckon she looks better, looks fantastic, I reckon, at She's the moment. She's enjoying herself. Absolutely. Yeah. Just a one-act affair. Good luck to her. Happy anniversary, Alan Bond, John Bertrand and co. This week, 30 years ago, Australia 2 won the America's Cup. There was a big luncheon in Sydney this week. We all know the story. Sills sends shivers up the spine, yeah. and I must admit, I'm enjoying watching the current America's Cup with the catamarans as well. And any boss out there that docks a bloke not going to work is a bum. Who sacks a bloke. Sacks a bloke. Yep, sacks Happy trails to Atlantic Jewel. Their unbeaten record is gone. Stopped at nine after being beaten by It's a Done Deal in the Underwood Stakes. He's a superstar, that horse. That's five or six group ones here. Now for the big finish. Luis Suarez is back this week for Liverpool after his ten-match ban for biting. You think he's uh, learned his lesson or will he do a James O'Connor and get drunk at the airport? Well, good point. Somewhere? I've got no doubt. I know Luis Suarez, but I suspect... He will learn with the money. In this Singapore Formula One Grand Prix, Sevatel won again. You're oh. oh, God. Mark Weaver didn't finish and got a lift back oh. to the pits with Fernando Alonso. What a Sorry. benevolent. Wake me up when it's What a benevolent soul. Thank you, Alonso. In the Davis Cup, Australia drew France away in their return to the world group, which means we'll be back to where we were uh, very shortly because the French have uh, got eight players in the top 50 and our best is ranked 50. Rhetorical. And the Western Sydney Wanderers have officially sold out their memberships for the coming season. They Looks sold like out their this. debut season continues. They sold out about two months ago and but they extended it, it and extended it. But why would you put a cap or a ceiling on membership? Because they can't fit them into the ground. Well, neither can the West Coast Eagles. They've got a supplementary list. Now, for the Sporting Bet Best Bets of the Week. Now, I'm going to break this down. I like the Hawks. I think they'll win plus 20. Jared Ruffhead for the Norm Smith medal and I reckon Buddy will be your leading goal kicker. Well, I think Freo got something else to celebrate. I uh, know they had the uh, America's Cup some years ago with Bondi. Well, now they're going to have the Premiership uh, Holy Grail there. And I think the Northwood medalists will go to Aaron Sanderland. And Sporting Bet think the best bet of the weekend, the two faves in the NRL South and the Roosters. Roosters. Don't forget, over 200 markets on the AFL Grand Final at sportingbet.com.au. Remember to like us on Facebook, Twitter and all of those other things. I'm Russ Barwick. And I am, as always, you know it makes sense, Sam Kekovich. Have a great grand final and we'll see you anon. Yes. Are you doing the North Melbourne breakfast? No, I'm doing a breakfast. I'm not doing the North Melbourne breakfast, but I am doing a breakfast. <laughs>